0: And she looks at me and she's like, what do you mean your husband's right there? And I'm like, no, I'm here to pick up my husband. She takes a picture of my license plate and she's like, ma'am, you have five seconds or you're going to get a ticket. Hey there, this is Unburdened by Hope, the podcast that helps you harness your possibility and fuel your purpose. I'm your host, Erin Cummings. Here, we're breaking free from the chains of hope and unlocking the power of inspiration within. Get ready to ignite your soul because we're diving deep into the art of letting go, embracing the unknown and creating a life unburdened by the limitations of hope. Together we'll uncover the secrets to finding purpose, fueling our passions and crafting a vibrant existence that sets our hearts on fire. So are you ready to burn down what's no longer serving you and step into a life driven by possibility? Let's dive in my friends and unleash our boundless potential. Uh, I totally just busted my kid eating a ton of candy in the pantry. <laughs> That's awesome. Welcome, to- <laughs> welcome to this week's podcast. I think this is the week of Thanksgiving. Is it? It is. I'm obviously recording ahead of time, but I uh wow. Um, I won't lie. Thanksgiving is. One of my favorite holidays. It has become just one of the most fi- fun family traditions. Um, it took a lot to get here, y'all. I want to talk about being grateful, but um, I'm gonna do maybe like a two-parter. So you're gonna get uh being grateful for so- get being grateful for getting lucky. <laughs> you can take that. That's what you want. I'm going to tell a story, as you know. On the next week, we will do like a uh, Grateful for Failures. Uh, I I love Thanksgiving now. I used to hate it, and now I love it. And I think I love it because I, I've we've truly been able to create the Thanksgiving holiday that we really want, which is um, now the celebration um, includes... Uh, My husband's brother, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, their daughter, um, they come every year for Thanksgiving for the week and we have such a good time. Like we have such a good time. I think it's because we also all have like this really awesome relationship where we're all really good friends. Um, Me and my husband's brother, we love to argue with each other. It's like our love language. Um, so that's also really fun. If someone can like stand toe to toe with me, I do really enjoy that. Like my humor and my love language is, you know, can be spicy. And so if someone can be spicy back to me, like that is like a true, that's family right there. <laughs> so yeah, we have such a great time. It took a lot to get here. Um, You know, obviously we used to do a big blowout family thing and um, just with the chaos of life and me um, putting some boundaries up around certain family members and me just associating from certain certain family members. Um, Thanksgiving used to be really hard and now it's honestly really easy. We created um, the Thanksgiving that we want. I read this book a few years ago. It's called uh, a few years ago called The Art of Gathering and it's all about like intentional, purposeful gatherings, uh, gathering time, not just like, you know, you know, it can be for like business meetings, but also like with your family, with your friends, like having a purpose to uh the gather instead of just like, oh, let's just all get together. Um, and so kind of incorporating a few of those those things into our time as a family together during Thanksgiving. It's um been really fun. So now we have like my dad still comes, and then we have a set of friends that always join us. Like post, uh, post meal, my dad leaves, and then you know the fun starts. <laughs> my poor dad, not really. Um. Anyway, I wanted to specifically talk this week about being grateful for times in which you just get lucky, because I feel like no one ever really talks about, like, obviously you're grateful for it, but I think there's so many times in our lives where like something good just happens or something like out of the blue, lucky just happens. And you have this moment of like, Oh my God, it worked. And, um, sometimes it's usually in those moments of things being a little crazy that you kind of forget to like, be grateful. Um, my husband's going to absolutely not die, but he'll be like, so upset that like, I, uh, I think tell this story. I don't know. Maybe not. He, I love to embarrass him. So we'll see what happens, but, um, he doesn't really listen to this podcast anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But so I am known to get a little riled up easily. Like I I'm known to get riled up pretty easily. If you haven't figured that out with the podcast a while ago, like maybe months ago, I had uh, taking him to the airport and for some reason I was picking him up and I, this is not something that I am I usually do like I am not I am not the partner or the friend or the person that like really enjoys an airport pickup situation like you have to be very special and my husband doesn't fit those categories <laughs> Mostly because like for business trips and stuff, like his company pays for him to like have a car, like a service take him. So like, it's not necessary for me to do that. And like, it's normally at random hours in which I am unable, but for some reason this day, he, I was able to pick him up from the um airport. I think it was like a weekend. He's at a different terminal in which I normally would pick him up. And, like, we travel a lot, so I'm pretty I, – I feel like I know my way around the Houston um, Intercontinental Airport. And so, like, especially as far as, like, parking, pickup, arrival, drop-off within the airport, outside of the airport, I feel like I have a little bit of an understanding of what's going on. And it's also, like, totally under construction. And so I think that's a big thing, too, is, like, if it, since it's under construction – If you are really unfamiliar with the airport, it can be a disaster. So I'm like picking him up from the airport and I'm there a little early or he's landed a little early and I'm also there a little early and I'm like, oh, this is perfect timing. I won't need to like, you know, wait in the cell phone lot. Like I can just go and pick him up. So I'm at one of the terminals that we don't really go to very much. And so this specific terminal, I was like a little unfamiliar, unfamiliar with like how their arrival situation was. So at the other airport, airports that we frequent, um, it's if it's a large airport, we are normally like renting a car. And so we don't do the whole pickup thing. And then the other airports are like the smaller airports, like in and out of Kansas, where there's just like. You know, you can pull over and wait and grab your person and then go. So we're at one of the smaller terminals in the Houston airport. I'm because you're technically not allowed to stop and wait for your person to arrive. Like your person, if you're stopping at the arrival to pick up your person, it's because your person is like within sight of you. It's not you. You aren't technically allowed to like put your car in park and wait, you can get a ticket. And so um, I was like, obviously going to cheat the system because that's what I, I always like to find a loophole or push the boundary um, because, because why not? Um, so I'm like sitting in the car, you know, the ki- I have our two kids with us and I'm like sitting there and I purposely choose the very long line of cars. That's like all the way backed up, you know? I'm, like, the person that everyone's looking at, like, of all the places you pick the longest line, uh, yeah, I don't want to loop around again and drive through construction, because I know at this point my husband has, is on the way off of the plane, like, they had landed, and he's getting off of the plane, but he still has to walk, like, from the actual plane to where the car is, which, like, Uh, it's going to be a minute. So I'm like barely, I'm like millimeter in the car creeping forward, like barely creeping forward, creeping forward, creeping forward. And I'm like, okay, I'm now starting to get a little panicky. And I'm like texting him like, you need to hurry. You know, like I made it this whole way. (laughs) It became his problem and no longer mine. You need to, you need to hurry run. You need to run from you, the, plane to the car because I can't wait for you any longer I mean I could have I could have just circled back around and he could have taken his time but obviously that's not what I I needed I needed to prove the system wrong so like he's walking quickly I've now crept forward crept forward so when I originally started in line there was probably like I don't know I, I would have to say 15 cars deep and now I'm at like car four deep, and it's like I've passed the main entrance, so I cannot see anymore that he's there. And now I'm like literally hoping. I'm like hoping he just shows up. And the lady, I'm like also watching this lady behind me. And because of this rule that your person has to be there. She did the same thing I did. She was like, I'm going to beat the system. She pulled her car behind mine. And I there was technically two of them in the car because at some point she had gotten out and the car was still moving, obviously. So there's obviously two of them uh, unless her car, her car has like, it, it wasn't a Tesla. So I don't think it can drive itself. But um, so she's like out of the car on the phone, like running around the front of the airport looking for her person, which also is, you know, I'm not going to throw stones, but you can't do that either. Um, so, but you know, Hey, hey, no judgment. This is like, we're both in this together. Right. So I am now (laughs) poor Kyle. I am now at the very front of the line, like no more cars ahead of me. The, the traffic person is signaling me to like continue. You know, like, ma'am, you got to continue on. And I'm, like, waving my arms frantically, like, no, 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 no. My husband's right there. And she looks at me and she's like, what do you mean your husband's right there? And I'm like, no, I'm here to pick up my husband. And she's like, well, I don't see him. And I, like, look around. And I'm like, well, you don't know what he looks like. I mean, like, okay, first of all, she doesn't know me. <laughs> do you like how, like, I'm clearly in the wrong and I'm like, uh, no, ma'am, you know? So, she takes a picture of my license plate because she's obviously going to write me a ticket because I'm not being cooperative. (laughs) So she takes a picture of my car and my uh, license tag. And she's like, ma'am, you have five seconds or you're going to get a ticket. I don't know how much the tickets are. And I'm like, yeah, telling her, I'm like, I just saw my husband. Okay. Like hard stop. I didn't see my husband. I had no idea where he was. And I'm like, just like you know trying to slow time down with my mind so that I didn't have to loop all the way around and do this all over again because now there really was a whole thing at cars and so like I'm texting my husband as I'm like screaming at this poor lady who totally didn't need to be screamed at but you know I went straight into like very irritated uh that I was doing something incorrectly and it wasn't working out for me um so I'm so then she's like, I had told her that I had seen him walking up, which I didn't. But I said, and um, she's like, well, he was outside. And I said, no, he I saw him inside walking, you know, through baggage towards me. And she's like, well, he needs to be standing outside. And I said, well, he is he's outside now because I saw him. And by the time I scooted all the way up, he now doesn't know where my car is. And she's just staring at me like she knows that I'm lying. And I'm looking at her like very confidently, like, I am lying. And you know, but we're going to pretend like I'm not. And so then this other parking traffic attendant, I don't know what they are, security gets in on it. And she's like, ma'am, you need to pull, you need to keep going. And I'm like, no, I saw my husband. He's right there. And lo and behold, like like the dead sea parts in the center in out walks my husband between two vehicles with his eyes are like huge because I'm yelling at this for traffic security person that I saw him, even though I didn't see him but oh my God, I've never been so grateful to see him in my life than when I'm like, and there he was. And so then I look at the parking attendant, like this whole time she knew I was lying. Like, you know what I mean? Like she knew that I didn't know where he was and I was pushing the limits and she knew that. Right. And I knew she knew that. Um, But then he like magically appeared out of thin air like I I don't know how and I just like turned around really quickly and pointed at him and I was like see there he is and she was like I swear to God just like flabbergasted as she and I both were like no lie and so then I like got back in my car and of course I was just like, see, you see, there he is. He'd been waiting and he didn't know where I was. So he had to walk over here now. Oh my God. I, I seriously was so happy to just have Kyle. (laughs) I will never forget him just like coming through between those two cars, just showing up and me being like, Oh my God, there he is. Uh, Because yeah, I like totally proved that lady wrong. And right at the same exact time. So then as we were leaving, I, I did one of those like told you so things. I didn't actually say it to her, but I kinda like gave her, you know, like that look. Um and then off we went. And then my husband's like, What are you doing? Why didn't you just circle back around? And I was like, Well, obviously I was trying to prove a point. Um, but anyway, so I don't know. I I love that story because I was totally in the wrong. <laughs> totally. I was totally in the wrong. I should have just circled back around and instead everything worked out. Um and I am very, very grateful for it. But uh, I think sometimes it's it's funny to like have these stories come up and like they're not failures and they're not, you know, it's not bad, but it's, it's kind of nice to have these like funny instances where like you get all worked up and something actually goes your way and then you're like, oh, oh, we got to pause for a moment and celebrate this win and be grateful for um, when the when the sea parts and, you know like, Oh my God, there he is. See, I told you he's coming. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, especially coming up during this week when gratitude, you know, we all sit around the table and sometimes we say what we're grateful for and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I'm always, I'm always grateful for moments like this where like, you know what the hoping actually did work out. Um, even though this podcast is all about, you know, being unburdened and saying, fuck hope. I, I do want to make sure that like, sometimes hope, like, I do want to make sure, you know, that sometimes hoping for things (laughs) does work out. Like, I don't know how I manifested my husband showing up in between those two vehicles, but like, holy crap, it worked. Um, I also think that like, you know, to say like, obviously the, the fuck hope moment in that situation would have been like, me actually like having to put my tail between my legs and just either getting a ticket or circling all the way back around the airport. Um, but you know, like sometimes the next step doesn't come because what you hope for actually did happen. Um, and we should celebrate those moments too. Um, so I, I don't want to get a rap for like being the person that, you know, doesn't I I don't hope for things or I say fuck hope because nothing um, magical ever happens to me when in reality stuff like this does. And, you know, one of the affirmations or one of the mantras sometimes I use like during my week, if I need to build like that confidence, if I'm like working on something or if I need to like build, build the confidence to do something or execute a plan is like, um, I I'll just say like, or I'll write in my, in my notebook, like it all works out for me. Um, because you know what, even if the thing that you're hoping for doesn't work out, like whatever works out for you will. Um, so I think that's a good reminder and, um, you know, to end this story is like, just to be grateful for how things worked out, um, which will lead us into next weeks of, you know, being grateful for failures too. But, um, you know, this Thanksgiving, as you are, Hopefully, surrounded by family or friends. Or if you're not surrounded by family or friends, if you are celebrating Thanksgiving by yourself and you uh, hate Thanksgiving because it's shitty, and you just hope and you want it to change, um, I encourage you to be grateful for. I encourage you to be to find something to be grateful for, and then take an act actionable change to make your next Thanksgiving different. Um, and that might just mean that, like, you go if you're if you have the ability, like you take a solo vacation by yourself instead of like staying in your apartment or um, maybe book a table at a restaurant that's open on Thanksgiving and take yourself out to dinner um, or, you know, text some friends. Hey, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Do you mind if I tag along? I think that's the thing is like the same thing with this story. It's like, you might have to kind of lie to like, get your, get your gratitude going. You know what I mean? It's like, I kind of had to lie and be like, no, no, no. He's standing right there. He's on his way. He saw me. Like, don't, you know, like he saw me, he saw me driving. And so if you are wanting to spend Thanksgiving in a way that maybe you aren't able to, maybe it's about starting off with a little like, Oh, Hey, so-and-so I was wondering like if I could tag along this Thanksgiving or seeing what you guys are doing and you know, can I join in or can I come over after your family leaves or, you know, whatever, like, if you want to spend it with some friends, um, you know, I, I I don't think that that's bad to like, you know, create, create the Thanksgiving that you want. So, um, I kind of jumped around a little, but, um, yeah, this Thanksgiving, hope for what you hope for. Make sure that what you're hoping for is something that you actually want and then take the actions to get there through gratitude and confidence. And if you're like me, maybe not a lot of grace. <laughs> uh, stay courageous, capable, and strong. I hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving. Reach out to me at uh, on Instagram at Aaron Runs an Empire, or you can email me at um, info at I hope you have an amazing holiday and I will talk to you on Monday. Thanks for listening to Unburdened by Hope. Go to your favorite podcast app, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. If you've got something out of our show, I'd love to hear from you. Send me your favorite takeaway or any questions you may have to info at errancycummings.com. You may even just hear the answer in a future episode. Remember, you are courageous, you are capable, you are strong. It's up to you to create what's possible.